Welcome to the One Church Podcast. We're glad you could join us today for another epic message of grace. If you enjoyed today's word, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps others like you find our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by following us at OneChurchVB or join the discussion on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash OneChurchVB. For more information about One Church, go to OneChurchVB.com. Now, for today's epic message of grace. Here at One Church, we believe your tithes should belong in your home church. If you feel led to give, tithes and offerings can be contributed online through the Venmo app, available both on Apple and Google. Just search for One Church VB to find us today. You are now about to experience a Wally Odom original. Please enjoy. I don't know about you folks, but I'm really glad to be done with 2020. And I'm really excited about 2021. Um, I was contemplating the other day about about, uh, Cortez when he came to invade Mexico. He had 11 ships and 700 men. And after everyone got on shore, the first thing they did in their invasion of of Mexico, the first thing they did was burn all 11 ships because he wanted them to not think they had any way to go back. Well, I don't know about you folks, I don't want to go back. I'm glad that it's over. Thank God that he helped us through it, those of us who've made it. And, uh, and we've got another year to look forward to. And uh, that's what I want to talk about today, because somehow in the transition between one year to another year, and I think that really is God organized it that way so that we would have a place in the calendar where we could kind of look back, stop, and then go forward. And so I'd like to read from Joshua chapter three. Uh, One of the most interesting things that happens in that intervening time between last year and this year and and where we've been and where we're going, uh, it's a perfect picture of it in Joshua chapter three because Israel has now wandered for 40 years in the wilderness. They're sitting right at the Jordan River ready to go to the other side. And it's a momentous occasion because uh, the generation that has seen the Red Sea uh, had pretty much died out. And, and now they have another young generation waiting to cross the Jordan River to go to the other side. And it's going to be completely different tomorrow for them because they're not going to be in the wilderness any longer. They're going to be in the promised land and their enemies are going to be different. And many of their enemies are going to be unknown because in many ways we step into an unknown future. And so this is what it says in Joshua chapter three. And this is in, chap- in verse two and two to five. And the Israelites are already sitting at the Jordan River ready to go over. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go. And this is the phrase that really catches my attention. Since you have never been this way before, but keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits, that's say half a mile, between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, concentrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. 
You've never been this way before. Well, that's where we all stand at the beginning of 2021. We're starting a fresh year. It's never been lived yet. The good thing that we know about 2021 is God's already there. He's, he's ahead of us. Wherever we go, he's been there already. But for us, it's something that's unknown to us. And, and in many ways, that, that creates an issue for us to think about. And so uh, we don't want to look back. Nobody wants to go back to 2019, 2020. Uh, we've passed all of that. And now we step into, a, into another year. And hopefully we're going to have a cure for the pandemic in this next year. Hopefully we're going to have economic recovery in this next year. And hopefully we're going to see miracles that we've waited for. Israel's waited 40 years for this one. They've been waiting 40 years for the opportunity to go into the promised land. And so some of us have waited for a long time. And we're believing and trusting that 2021 is the year that we're going to receive the things we've been waiting for. But... There are two things out of this passage of scripture that I read that I want to want you to think about with me for a moment. And one of them is we're at the place where we can't go back. We have no opportunity to go back. It's over. 2020 is done. And we didn't even get to vote on whether we're going into 2021 or not. We're there. And so the whole idea of of the future is that we keep moving forward, whether we want to or not. We might like to stop somewhere back in the past, but we couldn't and we can't again. And so we're looking forward to the future and we have to keep moving forward. And so this is what, and this is what, uh, this is what Joshua said to the people. He said, you have to follow the presence of God. You have to follow the ark. That's where God dwelled. The ark, the ark of the covenant that they had built was where God lived and where God guided them from. And so he said, you're going to follow the ark. What's interesting in this case is they'd never seen the ark before. When it was in the tabernacle in the wilderness, it was behind a curtain. And when they took it from place to place, they covered it before they took it. And so here it is out for the people to see, and they're supposed to follow it. And there, there are two reasons for following it and having to stay back half a mile. One of the reasons is, is of course, so people can see it. You know what it's like to be in a room where, where a lot of people close up crowd around what you're trying to see and you can't. And so what they do is they get the ark. Uh, Joshua said, we're going to take the ark about half a mile ahead of you. Nobody follow it till then. And uh, that way everybody gets to see it. No matter where you are in line, you can see it way out ahead of you. That's one of the things that it was important. They were to see this. They hadn't seen it before. And now they're to, to walk behind it. And now they're to, to be led by it. But they're not only, and this is the second thing, they're not only being led to follow it because it, it knows the way, but they're following the ark of God because it's got to make their way. Folks, they're walking toward a river. It's not like we just got a little bit to go and we'll be in Jericho. They've got a, a river, Jordan River, at its flood, at its flood uh, stage. And they've got that, that they're walking toward. And so, and so not only does the ark have to show the way, it has to make the way. They've got to get through that river. And the only way they're going to get through the river is the same way they got through the Red Sea. God's got to do a miracle. And so they let God go first. I just recommend all of you, if you need a miracle, follow God. If you need a miracle, let him, let him lead the way because a miracle is something you just can't do by yourself. It's something that you and I aren't capable of. And so, and so they, they follow the ark 
And uh, every, everyone was to see it. Now, this is what's interesting about the ark. There were things in it when they built it. They put the things in it that God told them to put. They put manna. They put Aaron's budding rod. They put the Ten Commandments that had been given to them on Mount Sinai. All of things were in the ark. You couldn't see those. They're all hidden inside the box. What you could see, though, are the angels that were, that were created to stretch their wings over the top of the ark. And between the angels' wings was what's called the mercy seat. The mercy seat is where the high priest would go once a year on the Day of Atonement. And there he would sprinkle blood on the mercy seat and would establish the people's covenant with God, their relationship with God, that God was going to be their deliverer, that God was their savior. And so what Israel is really walking about, the only walking after the only part of the ark they can see is they can see the mercy seat. And so I reckon the one, one way God wants us to know him is through his mercy. They're going into a land they haven't been to before. They're going to a place where they've never traveled before. They're going to enemies they haven't seen before. They're going to fight battles that they haven't experienced before. They're going to have challenges that are new to them, fresh to them. They're going to have things that they haven't encountered. And what God wants, what God wants them to know is that while you're walking into the future, it's the God of mercy, the God of the mercy seat, the God of grace who's going ahead of you. And so I just say to all of us, yeah, there are things to be concerned about, but there's a whole lot to be glad about. And that's it, that not only we're going into 21 and have entered it, but God's going ahead of us and his mercy is preceding us and his grace is, a, is leading the way for us. And the same way we got through 2020 and all the other years with the grace of God, we have every confidence we're going to go into 2021 and live that out by the grace of God as well. And so they have all these things in the, in the ark, but the thing that they could see that they were focusing on was the place where God dwelt. That's, it was on the mercy seat that God said to, to, uh, to Moses, I'll meet with you there. And, it, and that's where his presence dwelt. And so they're on their way, they're on their way into Israel. They haven't been this way before. <clears throat> G, G. Campbell Morgan made a comment about the future that I've thought about almost every New Year's since I read it. He said, there's some things about the future that we don't know. And that's true. We did. Who knew in January of 2020 that we were going to have the year we had with, with the pandemic, with so many people dying, so much suffering, so many people financially destitute because of the circumstances. It's been a good year to have God on your side because there's not much else working for you. And so who knew that coming in, though? We walked into it and all of a sudden, we have maybe the most incredible year of, of, I know of my life and maybe of yours as well. A lot of people would say that this has been a year like no other. <clears throat> and, so, and so there are things about this new year we don't know yet. We don't know how it's going to turn out. There's surprises out there for us or things we're not sure of. And this is what's remarkable about the human being experience. We're, in, we're attracted to the future. There's something about the unknown that pulls us forward. We don't know about it, but there's always been a curiosity. Columbus had the curiosity to find out what happened if you sailed off the edge of the earth. And so he used to watch sails disappear in the future. And he thought they must be going down because they just disappear out of view. And so, and so he set out not knowing what he was going to find. Thought he found India and actually found America. 
And so the truth is there are things about the future that draw us. I mean, we read newspapers because we want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. If you're into sports, we read about the, we, we read during this week about the coming weekend. How's my team going to do? What's it going to be like? There's something about it that draws us. We've been to the moon, folks, and we've gone to the bottom of the sea because there's something about us that if we don't know it, we want to learn about it. And so there's a sense in which it draws us, but it also alarms us because there are things about the future we don't know. We, we might experience something we've never experienced before. A woman traveled by plane from Mexico and she landed in the airport in the States. And when she picked up her luggage, she called the police. She said, I think I have a, I think I have a rattlesnake in my suitcase. And so they came and very carefully opened her suitcase and they found out her, her toothbrush was, was running. Her electric tooth, toothbrush was making all kinds of racket. And uh, <clears throat> at least we can say about 2020, uh, we know what it was in the suitcase. We know what we were up against. We don't know that yet for 2021. And so there's some things about the future that we just don't know yet. And in some ways it, it attracts us, in some ways it alarms us. But there's one thing that we do know about the future, and you can't take that away from me, and <clears throat> that's my past. I go into the future with the past. I've got a past record. I know what God did for me last year. I know the blessings that he sent my way that were unexpected. I know the friends that I made that I didn't even know at the beginning of the year. Pastor David and I, we did for, for many days in 2020, we did a, 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 a noon video, Zoom video meeting, and, and I met people I'd never met before. And I made friends that weren't friends before. I didn't even know them. Now I've got a bunch of friends I didn't have in January of 2020, but I've got them now in 2021. I've had many experiences of God's blessing and God's grace in my life. Uh, I also have failures that, that I've left. And, and one good thing about failure is, number one, God's your deliverer. The other good thing about failure is it takes away the self-righteousness that you think there can come a time in your life when you just don't need God anymore. That'll never be true. And so failure just reminds us we keep trusting him. And there is grace for us to trust in. There is there's comfort in God's presence. There, there's his welcoming forgiveness when we, when we come to him. And so we come, to the, we come to the past and we bring our failures with us, but we also know about God. We can stand at the Jordan River. And for those that were old enough to remember back in, when Israel left Egypt, for those few young people that were just kids, maybe when you crossed over, but they can stand at the Jordan River. They remember the Red Sea. And I can stand at whatever comes up against me tomorrow. And I can promise you that whatever I come up against tomorrow, God can handle it. And I know because he's handled everything in the past. He handled the worst year of my life in 2020. And he can handle whatever 2021 has for any of us. And so we come to the place that we move forward. And, uh, we, and we also have an expectation. Joshua not only says we're going to move into tomorrow and you don't know what that holds for you. But he also gives a little hint about what tomorrow is going to be like. He says you can expect God to show up. He says in the NIV, consecrate yourself. In the Hebrew, that doesn't mean it's translated in the King James, purify yourself. But it doesn't mean take a shower, take a bath. It doesn't mean physical washing. Consecrate yourself means that you evaluate your inner strength. You look into your heart. You look into your commitment. 
You look into those things about you and you lay hold of those things that are true matter, no matter what's going on in your life. And so God could have said, sharpen your swords. You're going to have to do some fighting. But instead, he says, concentrate on yourself. Get yourself ready. And maybe the best thing we can do at the start of a year is just say, God, I'm preparing myself for whatever comes. I'm depending on you. I'm depending on you. And I'm preparing my spirit. I'm preparing my soul. I'm preparing not only my body, but everything about me that I can walk into this year with your presence and with security in you and what you've promised for me. And I'll be willing to obey you. I'll be willing to follow you. I'm willing to commit myself completely to you. So it says, he says, number one, take care of yourself. Make sure you're ready for the new year. And I would just suggest that for any of us. Be ready for the new year. The other thing he says, and I love this because it's not explicit. It not, it's not a detailed explanation, but he says, expect God to show up. In 2021, every one of us expect God to show up. He says, tomorrow, the Lord will do amazing things among you. Tomorrow, the Lord will. Amazing things is just a Hebrew expression that means something that can only be done by God. It means something beyond your ability. It means something's going to happen tomorrow and for the rest of this year. Something's going to be happening that you can't do. It's going to be happening because God does it. And it's going to be so amazing that you're going to look at it and say, only God could have done that. I can look back over last year and I can say, only God could have done this. Only God could have done that. But out in my future, there are things that are waiting for me that only God can do. There are things waiting for you that only God can do. And so expect God to show up. Amazing things. What are they going to do tomorrow? Well, the priests are going to walk into the, and this is what God says to the priests, carry the water, carry the ark, walk into the water. And uh, Jack Hayford had this advice for next year. You can't move into your tomorrows till you get your feet wet today. And sometimes we just got to walk out there. It was nice. The Red Sea had all parted before they started. Jordan River doesn't part until they get their feet, their feet wet. And so I reckon that each one of us in some ways is going to have to take a step of faith this next year and get our feet wet, expecting God to do what he promised to do. And I promise you, God will come through for you. He won't let you down. He won't fail you. And so the Jordan is at flood stage. It couldn't be worse than that. Some of us feel like maybe we're coming out of 2020 at the flood stage. It's at the worst it's been. It's been a bad year and now we're at the very worst of it. Pandemic is raging. Hospitals are full, many of them over full. And so there are a lot of people thinking, I'll tell you what, it's at the late, at, at, the, at the flood stage of your difficulties that God can show up in power and do amazing things. So don't be afraid of tomorrow. God's there already. And he already knows what he's going to do. He's going to part the, he's going to part the Jordan River. He's going to shake down the walls of Jericho, for goodness sake. You know what they did to, the, to break the walls of Jericho? All they did was march silently and then give a shout of praise at the end. And God brought the walls down. The enemies, hey, they're giants in the land. David shows what God can do with a teenager and a giant. And so you don't have to be afraid of tomorrow. God's going to do amazing things above, up, among you. And so let me just, uh, let me suggest something to you that I think bodes well for the future. If you, uh, if you travel anywhere where it's cold in uh, Antarctica, the North Pole, if you travel in any of those waters, uh, you're going to see occasional icebergs. 
What's amazing about an iceberg, and this has been witnessed over and over again, what's amazing about an iceberg is you'll see it moving in one direction and the wind's blowing in another direction. And you go, how in the world can that be? It goes in the same direction no matter which way the wind is blowing. Well, here's the beauty of an iceberg. Eight-ninths of it is below the surface of the water. And it's not affected by the wind, it's affected by the current it's in. And so when you see an iceberg moving against the wind, it's because it's in a deep current that's moving in the other direction. And because eight-ninths of it, of the mass of an iceberg is below the surface of the water, it's going with the current. So I wanna tell you something, folks. We're moving into a year where we aren't going to be affected by which way the wind is blowing because we're in a current. What was it Israel saw as they followed the ark? They saw the mercy seat. They saw the place where the blood was shed for them. What are we following in to, into 2021 with? We're following with, with, with the current that we're already in. It's the current of God's grace moving us forward. The wind may blow against you, doesn't matter. The wind may blow sideways, won't take you off course. The wind can, can blow wherever it's going to blow, but we're in the anchoring flood of God's grace. We're in, that, we're in that current that's driving us forward. And you can depend on the grace of God to get you where you're going. And you can depend on the grace of God to get you the, through the waters that are in your way. You can depend on the grace of God to get you past Jericho. You can depend on the grace of God to bring down giants. You can depend on God's grace to bless you abundantly. And I'm just praying that this year, 2021, will be distinctly different than the year that we just experienced. We saw how God can work through difficulty this next year. May we believe that God will work through our blessings. And so I bless you this coming year. I bless you and I bless 2021 and I bless the grace that's moving us forward and I bless the current that's driving us no matter which way the wind is blowing. I thank God for Jesus. He's leading us and we can't go wrong. May God bless you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the grace that has kept us this past year. Thank you for the grace that's moving us forward this year. And we pray your blessing on every person as we trust in you and believe in you. You will not fail. And we, we just believe, Lord, that for all of us tomorrow, you're going to do amazing things among us. And we're grateful for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another epic message of grace. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen so others can find us too. We'll be back next week with another incredible message. Until then, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at OneChurchVB or find out more information about One Church at OneChurchVB.com. Have a great week.